You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. But I, I don't know why Bob left right before we did the next section. Well, because I poor timing. Because I didn't want to leave after we started the the interview. So, with that said, let's move into. Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so in this week's discussion, we are going to get to know Subtle a little bit better. So let's get to, let's start out by your, your WoW background. When did you start playing WoW the original? Uh, so I actually started before the game even came out. It started on the stress test. Um, that was, I think it was no. in like September. No, 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 no. Oh, original 2004. Like when yeah, did you? No, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Oh, the, really? Uh, stress test for vanilla. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Nice. Okay. Um, so that was like the September that I think that was in September. And then uh, vanilla launched in like late November or something like that. Um, yeah. So they did the stress test to like make sure the servers could handle everybody. And I mean, they tried, but on launch, like the servers were pretty bad anyway but it made an effort um yeah so in the vanilla stress test in 2004 i i started on like a priest and like back when enter fire gave you attack power and it was it was a wild time but a a different game for sure yeah yeah and i had come from uh ragnarok online and priests were like super op in that game so i was like oh they got priests in this game too all right Let's try wow, that. that's a demo. Yeah, yeah, that's an old one. I've um, not heard that. That's so like I've heard everybody like a cave star from Star Wars Galaxies, a cave from Ultima Online, a cave from EverQuest. I've not heard Ragnarok Online. Yeah, I was like 13 at the time. I think I started playing Ragnarok when I was like 10 or 11, something like that. But that was a game changer for sure. Got me into MMOs. Wow. I guess you can call it an MMO. I mean, everybody's like in the same world and everything, but it was definitely like, yeah, it was OG. more like, OG. like I didn't play it, but was it more like Guild Wars? Like where you're kind of like instanced, like you're, you're kind of like, or kind of like Diablo where like you're like grouping up and then you're instanced in together, but like, no, a hub. Was, everybody, everybody was in the same world, but um, like each zone, you did have to take like a loading screen to get the, to the next one, but it was still just one world. So, I mean, I think it was technically an MMO, but one of the very early ones. Wow. But yeah, so so after uh after playing priest on that it was like super op so i picked it on classic but i didn't really like it or uh, come on you didn't like priest (laughs) no i wasn't really into it so uh so i started playing shaman and then like when uh oh you were dirty horde yeah yeah Mm. so i started then vanilla launched after that i i played shaman and then as I was leveling my shaman, kept seeing these undead rogues. I was like, 
those look really cool. And so then I started leveling one as an alt, like as I was leveling the shaman too. And I mean, back then it took people like months to get to mm-hmm. 60. Like nobody, nobody was like as hardcore as they are now. Oh yeah, um, it took forever. Well, we didn't yeah. have all the YouTube videos to show us how yeah, to get right. to level 60 quickly. <laughs> yeah, there were very few. Well, I mean, there was, there was like that one warrior uh, during like the beta. He like put out the video, what everybody thought, uh, uh, what is it, Ramaladney or Endalmar? And the, they made a bunch of items like after him, but it was like his name backwards. But everybody on the beta for vanilla thought warriors were like complete shit. And then he came out with this YouTube video, like probably one of the first people to ever post like a wow YouTube video. And <laughs> he was like killing everything like insanely quick. I think it was called like warrior kill rate or something like that. And like he showed like how OP warriors actually were. And then they like nerfed him. <laughs> everybody was mad at him for that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think he was probably the first uh, like wow YouTuber back in the day. Well, Shout and out. like everybody was like confused, like, uh, like when Vanilla came out, people, a lot of people didn't actually understand the different roles: tank, heal, uh, DPS, and like it was very weird, and the itemization was very weird for low level classes. And the talents weren't put out well. I mean, really, like, there wasn't really a whole lot of takes. Like, even Shammies could tank initially in Vanilla. Like, there was a lot of talents, like, catered towards them tanking. They were just really bad at it. Like, it was a really weird time where people just didn't know. Like, I mean, I, as a mage on my first character, was using a sword that had Agi because I thought, like, well, I want to be a battle mage, you know, like, <laughs> right, right. so like everybody was just kind of confused about how the game worked and didn't understand it. So everything was really slow and rough. Yeah. Mages were like stacking intellect back then. Like people didn't know spell power was good. And then <laughs> like, that like completely shifted the meta when no, mages like, they didn't even have spell thing. power. Uh, Did they not initially? I thought they had no, some. Spell power just came in because they didn't know it was good. Uh, the gear, the itemization, spell power did not exist until later in in vanilla. It was not an actual stat. It was a stat they had oh, to okay. actually add in. See, even Blizzard yeah. devs didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I was playing like melee classes, so I was like early on, so I was in really paying attention too much to that like i was playing the sh- enhancement shaman and rogue so yeah i mean yeah. It, it 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 was a pretty early change like like pre molten core but molten core didn't come out super early after launch i mean i i remember i was level 60 and it had taken me months to get level 60 and i was doing the pvp stuff in torin mill and Molten Core still wasn't even out at that at that point, and it did. I mean, was it out when I? When did I start? Did I start in vanilla? Yeah, you started like right when Molten Core was like re releasing, and mm. yeah, because like there were so like, at least on our server, PvP wise, Burning Legion, like there were so many people that just weren't like. They talked about Molten Core coming out, and they're like, well, I don't care about that. I want a PvP. This is World of Warcraft. Like, I want a PvP server. I came to PvP. <laughs> you know, like, 
it was a very weird time for a lot of us. But uh, yeah, so okay, so you you uh, started, and then like, how long did you play mm -hmm. for? Did you like? Are you still um, a, a a retail player at times? So like, Mop was like the furthest I played like a lot. So like, in vanilla, I played pretty hardcore. I was in like the best guild on my server. We got up to four horsemen and max in vanilla, but then TBC nice. launched before we could uh, clear it. So we were like still progging on that when TBC launched, but- Were you like 10? Like what's happening here? Yeah, cause you <laughs> look pretty young. I'm 31. Uh, I was like, at the end of vanilla, I think I was like 15, so. Mm. Squeaker. Yeah. Squeaker yeah, yeah. subtle. I had a deep enough voice. Like, guys, though, I totally nobody, take nobody, this. nobody knew I was 15. So See, I was going to say, well. like, there yeah. was like a law against squeakers and guilds. Like, you know, like, if they sounded young, people were very hesitant. No, we yeah, literally I, like, kicked 13 like, or 14. Yeah. I had a deep voice, so I was good. We, uh, we, uh, wouldn't even let anybody under 18 in the guild. And I'm sure we probably had them there. But they definitely never talked on Vin on Ventrilo. <laughs> Did you do any raids in original? He just vanilla? said that he Sorry. like got to four horsemen and next. No shit. Yeah, yeah, we made it to four horsemen. We were the furthest progressed guild on our server. There were maybe one or two alliance guilds, I think, that also made it to four horsemen. Do you remember what server you were on? Yeah, Frostwolf. It uh, was the server we Frostwolf. were on. Um, and yeah, actually fw yeah and uh i actually was able to find a lot of the same people from frostwolf and our current guild has a lot of the people i played with back in the day which is really it's so crazy it is crazy yeah so like we actually killed it was like i believe four bosses in next but we were dealing constantly with everybody quitting and then us having to run molten core bwl everything we actually didn't run aq much um to try to gear like new people up like we were just running what we do was you know f like f like fast and like we AQ just it was rough yeah and <laughs> we just got tired of it like and that's basically the guild like they announced tbc and we're like all right fuck it we don't really need to mess mess with this we've been beating our head against the wall we had new we had you know three or four new people every week like and it was just yeah. like trying to explain it to them and it was it was an absolute slog but that's amazing that you actually made it that far like yeah since we were like the top guild on horde like we were the ones poaching all the four piece tier three warriors <laughs> from other guilds so nice that that's where it got like really tough to do next was because if you weren't the best guild then you were losing all your warriors to the better guilds and so yeah. it really made it hard for a lot of people to uh get through four horsemen yeah. for sure but i mean aq40 was like so rough that i forget the name of the guild but they were like one of the top guilds in the world and they like deleted a file in their WoW folder to like remove the floor at Scarum so they could yep. fall through the floor and go straight to Cthune. Yep, they and got banned they all for got, like <laughs> it, I think it was like eight year bans or ten year bans. Like what? several several years back, they all got unbanned. Um, it was oh during like God. Mop or something like that that they all finally got unbanned from what they did in Vanilla WoW. Yeah, they were Jeez. obviously 
doing like you know there's one thing to take advantage of an ex of an exploit like for instance like standing in the one spot on the Heigen dance you know where you don't get hit like that's that's small what they were doing was egregious and obviously not okay they were like but eight years like Come I on. mean, it should have just been a permanent ban. Like, it should have just been. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean what, eight that's years is pretty was. much a permanent ban. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? like, so at, the, at the time, they said it was a permanent ban, but whoever, like, filled in the ban probably just pressed, like, random buttons, you know, for, like, number of, like, <laughs> yeah, days seven, or whatever. Eight years, so, whatever. So then it just ended up being some, like, random amount of years. Yeah. Yeah. Negator uh, says it was overrated, was the guild. Overrated, yes. That, yeah, that they sounds are. Familiar. It is. Uh, it is definitely um, one of the historic things in in classic, and they just the only way Blizzard noticed them is they were like, "Wait a second, guild with the most uh, Cthune uh, kills haven't killed any other boss." <laughs> what the hell? They're like, "Wait a minute, we gotta we gotta check this out." Yeah, so. That was back in the days when, like, GMs, like, would go in and just, like, watch the top guilds, like, do the raids. like Right. And they'd, they, like, they would, chat people, right? Like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. Them, they, like, they would have their little them. Blizzard uh, text by their name and everything. Yeah. Like, has anybody chatted with a Blizzard tech? <laughs> on, on, okay, so on uh, the beta, briefly... So oh, yeah? when they were doing the winter grasp test, there was actually a dude with a like oh. blizzard tag in the chat. Okay. But the winter grasp test was an absolute nightmare because like <laughs> they scheduled this time for it. Everybody got it. Blizzard dude was like talking to everybody, like letting us know, like, oh, okay, it's gonna start in five yeah. minutes or whatever. And then we get into the game. Nobody's like gaining rank in winter grasp, which is what allows oh, you to like get the vehicles and actually do the <laughs> the BG. Yeah, this is um, great. Uh, was that you're like this is great yeah yeah Let's yeah go. yeah exactly so it was like like just unplayable um so then the blizzard dude was like all right we know about the bug and the worst part of this was this bug had been reported for the week leading up to this test and it hadn't been fixed so i don't know how they did this test with that may report saying that this bug was in but then the dude's like, okay, we're taking it down, we're doing a hot fix, and it'll be good to go. We'll have a new game up. So they get the new game up, still not fixed. And, oh and then Blizzard dude just completely stops communicating with everybody. And oh, yeah, just every silence. And everybody's like, is the test still happening? What's going on here? And nobody from blizzard ever said anything and people just slowly logged off and i guess the test was over yeah i mean they tested it it didn't work yeah <laughs> they were like okay well, like the week all we leading up, we already <laughs> knew it didn't work so well, like because they, they had a patch on like that tuesday so i just figured like oh yeah they like yeah. obviously fixed that because they scheduled like a test nah. like after like they've had a week like, reporting of this bug and they patched it we're good to go no. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that it was a bug, right? They were like, we've had yeah. a lot of people acknowledge this is a bug. Let's confirm the bugginess of this. Okay, now we've confirmed. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, I will say, talking about the Blizzard talking to people, 
During the season of Mastery Beta, there were a lot of Blizzard GMs that showed up at different streamers' raids and actually reset encounters for them to try it again with different, oh, wow. uh, with different, different settings and stuff when they were trying to do all the upgraded Molten Core bosses and all of that. That was great. I wish, uh, I wish they would do that more. Yeah, but uh, all right. So, why did you come back to Classic, and when did you come back to Classic? Um, so I came back to Classic because this was like the part of the game I actually enjoyed. Like I said before, like I quit after like Mop. That was like kind of like I had a ton of fun in Mop. Um, I I think I'm one of the few who actually really enjoyed Kata as well. And then, <laughs> of course, I liked uh, Vanilla, I liked TBC, Wrath. So I, I was like totally on board with them resetting everything, going back to the versions of the game that I really liked. And our server, Frostwolf, we actually had a Facebook group um, that had been made like years before, like everybody from the server had like been invited to it and stuff. And so I made a post on there like, hey, I'm putting together a guild like it would be cool if like we got as many frostable people in here as we could and i think we got like 200 ish that like ended up coming like from our old server back wow. in the day like at that point it wait been, you like, had to create a facebook group like way later on right because facebook mm -hmm. even when i was in college was purely um college like you had to have a college email mm -hmm. address yeah so. it was it was I feel like it might have been like Wrath or Kata kind of time that uh, mm. it was created. And then, um, and then like people still had like connections with uh, some people who had like quit the game, but like, like through various channels, like people got people into it, even if they weren't at that time still playing the game. Got but, it. Yeah. It ended up getting pretty big. I think the Facebook group had like maybe 400, 500 people that all played on that server together back in the nice. day. But, yeah, so I put the word out. We got a bunch of people um, from Frostwolf all on the same server. A lot of them ended up quitting because Fairbanks had crazy queues like we do now um, early <laughs> on in Classic. They were actually even worse, like literally like eight-hour queues sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, um, But Layers fixed it. It's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, Got like the full nostalgic experience, you know, got to go back to classic with many of the same people I had like played it with, like at that point, like 16 years prior. And that was really awesome. So I had a great experience with that. And then, uh, yeah, so um, for me, like in TBC, I rated like really hardcore. Um, and our guild fell apart like halfway through Sunwell. So I was really pumped. Uh, to get back into TBC and kind of finish what I started, uh, finally finished Sunwell. And then in Wrath, um, I did like the very beginning, like the next stuff. I cleared it like once and then quit because I was like, this was the best raid I ever did back then. <laughs> and then they like made it so bad. And yeah, so, like not super like, easy. Yeah, so like that made me quit because I was like, okay, they turned like my favorite raid into like the worst raid. And so I quit for a while. Then all my friends told me, like, oh, this new raid, Olduar, it's like the best raid they've ever made. And so at the very end, I think I started playing again, like literally week one of TOGC. 
like after old wars i didn't get to experience it as like current content so that's what i'm really looking forward to this time is like doing the old war while it's current and so i came back for togc icc had a blast and definitely looking forward to doing those again then yeah. uh yeah then in uh kata i was like really really into arena early on and uh i got to like rank five and three v three on bg9 uh rank one and two v two on my rogue and then i like quit that uh because the games were like way too long like all our 2v2 games were like 25 to 30 minutes long and it was like you only win when somebody like falls asleep and like makes a mistake because mm -hmm. they're bored kind of thing <laughs> and then played a lot of mop and yeah that, that was like basically the end of my my retail like i played all the expansions a little bit but it was like one week one month kind of thing just so. checking them out yeah so yeah definitely i'm totally down to do classic all the way through mop if they decide to do that yeah bob you're muted by the way i'm just hoping they change a little bit going through like i did not like the change in like i love the the like we found revenge spec i'd never seen revenge spec ever before that's the beauty of talent trees and like the beauty of modern gaming is we could find these new fucking broken things and i love that like i love when it when did it change though it didn't change in kata uh kata they reduced and then i don't know if it was end of kata or the next expansion but they got rid of talent trees completely and it turned into like a like like a single player game I don't know choosing and your... mop it was like the three choices per tier kind of thing yeah it was it was really dumbed down so there was obvious specs that you were going to take at that point so but uh yeah i'm i'm hoping they do something a little different there but uh what classes do you play like for the most part uh, right now, like prop alley is my number one. Uh, playing a lot of prop warrior now that we're getting into wrath, it gets so much more fun than like TBC. And I'm dusting off the rogue for sure. Uh, like ninety percent of my time I've played WoW, I've like always made a rogue. So Same. TBC was kind of like a TBC classic was kind of a new thing for me. I actually only made the prop alley so I would have a raid spot as a Wrath prop alley because like they get so fun. But then I ended up actually loving TBC prop alley. But Wrath Wrath is like just so good for yeah. like any tank really, any the class honestly. The only mistake I've made in classic so far is getting on the Warlock bandwagon in TBC. Boy. That was a huge mistake. But playing Warrior in Vanilla was a great, was a great idea. Like I was gonna just come back as as Rogue because it's what I played all basically through. I played a little bit of PvP lock in the early parts of TBC, but like Rogue's always been what I played. And I was like, everybody's talking about this masterclass Warrior. I'm gonna give it a shot, and it was definitely a good decision. Playing the lock in TBC was a bad decision and really led to me yeah. getting really burnt out on raids and really almost hating raid nights. You know, like it was, it was a bad move, but. 
Yeah, if I had known uh, like Fury Prot was actually like a meta thing going into Classic, I definitely would have started as a Warrior main. I ended up starting as a Rogue main and then switching to Warrior like later on because I was like, the Warriors can just do the same thing Rogues can, except they can also tank. So like, why would I play a Rogue right now? So well, PV uh, without dual spec. Rogues definitely had it way better than Warriors in vanilla if they liked PvP, because it sucked ass playing as Fury in PvP. You're literally a rogue with oh, yeah. nothing else. You're just literally a, the damage of a rogue with no nothing, like no stealth, no, no like nothing you could actually do to like save your ass. Like, you know, that's what sucked. And like, you had an awesome spec at arms that you'd have to pay 50 gold a pop to, to like switch to. And rogues could get away and raid with doing really good DPS and having really good time in BGs with the same spec. Like it wasn't optimal for PVE, but it was definitely comparable for PVE, you know? That's the yeah, other part that was a bummer. Honestly, like I, I didn't really want PVP on my rogue that much in classic because. Like, all the things that I liked about Rogue PvP kind of weren't there. Like, when you switch targets, you lost all your combo points. So, like, off-gouging and off-kicking, that kind of stuff. I mean, for off-gouging, it doesn't really matter. But for, like, off-kicking, like, if you just change target to kick something, like, there was you lost a macro. all your combo points. Well, there was a macro I think you could use. And if you use it correctly, you're about 50-50 to, like, lose your combo points. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, know, I, I tried sucks. a lot of macros. None of them worked. But yeah, fifty-fifty is still not good <laughs> enough for me. But um, and then like the chunk energy takes, you know, like twenty at a time. Have to wait two seconds. That feels pretty clunky. Mm -hmm. It was definitely and... weird. Like and then, like, I like I I was a little bit ig ignorant about kicks because like I was remembering Wrath of the Lich King. So I bitched about rogues having, like, being able to kick easier than than uh, than warriors. But it wasn't until now, wrath, that kick got taken off of the global cooldown. So mm -hmm. like, now is actually what I was bitching about in classic. Even though it felt a little easier for the rogues to still kick. Like I don't know what it was, but like it's the one second GCD. Rogues have an inherent one second GCD, while everybody else has one point five seconds. So uh, you, you okay, could, like, so I was a little bit right. Stuff. Yeah, and also just uh, like rogues, you're limited by your energy. So like you have downtime in your rotation. Like when you're like a warrior in PvP and you're being attacked, you have like plenty of rage and stuff. Like usually you have something to do like every gcd or close to it so there's like an opportunity cost to like sitting off gcd so you can like get that kick and stuff but. yeah i mean i mean i do like that at that aspect of a rogue though like to pool energy like as say assass assassination you would like before you in here in wrath before you in 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 venom you want to pool your energy a bit so that you can get two, so that when you do in Venom, you can get two mutilate pops with the in Venom buff. Like those types of things are, I think, mm -hmm. what's what's like what separates like really good players from the bad 
from the bad players, which is something we're starting to get into here in Wrath, is now you're going to really see a difference between the different specs, and it's going to be yeah, fast, 100%. which is really cool. Yeah, also within Venom, like, you want to make sure you're not, like, clipping uh, your buff time on a previous in Venom so that you're not wasting, like, two seconds of one in Venom by envenoming too early, that kind of stuff, so. Yep. I feel like, like you guys are talking, like, a foreign language here, but we're, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you play a healer, which is a completely different type of game. Like, for DPS, like, you're you're working on, like, the best ways to DPS, whereas a healer, you're, like, playing a little more of a whack-a-mole game, so it's definitely a different type of game. Don't compare my job to whack-a-mole. I mean, asshole. it kind of is whack-a-mole, right? And I like I like it. Like, I've been having a blast on my twink, and I'm getting ready to do some AV with my level 70 priests, so mm. I like whack-a-mole. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's... Okay. It's just a different. It's just a different type of thing. Like it's a completely different. Listen, this is why I'm on the pod so that I can, you know, talk about the healer perspective. Got balanced of, it out. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, we all talk about oh, this is so much fun. This is so easy, but our healers suck. No, you suck. That's why your healers can heal you. Get out of here. Standing in poison clouds, LOSing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, why did I die? <laughs> if you're a warrior and you're a DPS or even a pally DPS, if you don't have a macro to throw your sword board on, you're doing it wrong. Definitely. Facts. Your healer. Yeah, most, most of the time I die, it's my fault. We have great healers in our guild. So <laughs> Yeah, and then rogues, like, if you take aggro, like, evasion, quickly. You know, or, uh, you know. Or oh, vanish. Yeah. So many, so many options. I didn't Literally mention anything. this. I, oh, my <laughs> Any God. Any of your buttons. Just I, mash your keyboard. You will probably survive. <laughs> I didn't mention this earlier, and I'm sorry. I'm going to mention it now just because I have just because I have to. So I did the first raid I did on my rogue was was uh, was Mount Hygel this uh, week. And uh they were they were trying to fill it, so I asked the guild, and a bunch of people from the guild jumped into this this mount this mount Hygel, and one of them was Yip on his new paladin. I guess he's not that new now, but he was our tank, and the first boss in Mount Hygel comes out. I'm super worried about my rotation, like how I'm going to do everything. I'm like trying to like look look good and try to do a lot of DPS. We pull rage. I fucking am number two DPS when we when 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 we get done, and I'm just like all I'm looking at is my rotation. Wasn't checking threat, nothing. I was just like trying to like do good, right? We get done. Yip goes, Bob, you fucking suck. And I'm in uh, not in raid chat, but in guild chat. I was like, oh god, what did what did I do? He goes. You take the entire fucking boss. I was like, what? And then iPod, who's in there as a healer, goes, yeah, dude, I was just healing you the entire time. You take the boss. I was like, I didn't even realize I take the boss. And luckily, I accidentally hit the wrong button, evasion, during, during fighting. And that's probably why I survived, but it was so short that I tanked the entire boss 
and didn't even realize it because I was trying to work on on, on my uh on my on my rotation. And it was hilarious. Wow. I was a rogue and just take the entire boss. Like did and didn't even realize that he was on me. <laughs> That's so horrible. That that's some next level tunnel vision. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, sorry. I, mean, I remembered to vanish early on every boss after that. Like, and watch the threat meter. Your hewer thanks you. Oh, dude, iPod was like, dude, you really were fine. Yeah, it's iPod. crazy how little damage everything does now. Yeah, well, uh, and like I've talked to some other people in chat, and they were like, well, Rage hits like a wet noodle, so I guess like it was just happened that I could do do that, but it was funny that I mm -hmm. tanked and didn't even know. All right, sorry, sorry. All right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pallies were uh, parsing on Rage, like prop pallies, like not even going for crit cap or anything like that, because like it just didn't matter. He didn't do anything. Even before the nurse. <laughs> um, all right, so Horde or Alliance? Um, played Horde most of my time in WoW. Uh, Wrath, I was mostly Alliance, though. Um, mm. My Gilded just died by the time I started playing again, and I knew a bunch of people on the Alliance side, so I joined them for the rest of Wrath. So we what are want you now a actual answer for the horde or for the alliance. I mean, I'm a horde all the way these days. Nah. All right, cancel I, the I, interview. Hey, I got, I got, I got the alliance too, though. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, okay. So now I was horde for a long time too. It's fine. Now we want to. <laughs> Sorry. Now we want to talk about your content. Let's start out with streaming. You stream often. How often do you stream and what is the stream typically like? Um, yeah, so I stream on like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday nights. Um, normally, so I'm like streaming all my raids, uh, some solo things uh, like Tiger Boss, Raptor Boss Farm, uh, Fiery Warhorse Farm, all that kind of stuff. But I was doing a ton of beta, um, trying to find as many bugs as I could and did you report the bugs? I did. I just got you guys saw the I don't know if you saw the email, but Blizzard like sent out an email for uh people who like reported stuff on beta, like telling you how many reports you had, uh how many bugs were discovered based on your reports, whether or not like hey, hey. they were previously undiscovered until your reports, that kind of thing and nice. they like rate you on like the you know green blue uh epic legendary kind of scale i oh, ended man. up on epic so i did i did pretty well you did your um, job yeah i got it done um, i feel like i didn't see that email probably because i've yeah i didn't see it either until uh <laughs> <laughs> until somebody else like told me it happened because it just got thrown in my like you know promotional like ad kind of right. thing on gmail so um, yeah, you could check that out, see if you have one. It's kind of a cool thing to look at. Um, I feel like that yeah. motivates me to be more proactive in a beta. Yeah, right? right? If you're getting <laughs> like, rated for Oh, what you're you rating do. me? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, the goal, you got to get that legendary. Gamefying. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah, it. So, yeah, I was doing, past couple of months, I've been doing like a ton of beta streams, just doing a little bit of everything, testing all the raids and um we still haven't had a raid test we're 
everything works. So see what happens yeah. week one of Wrath Classic. But yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, kind of what I do. I kind of just do raids, uh, like solo bosses, uh, try to do the raids with less tanks than they're designed for, that kind of stuff. How, like, how did you get started streaming? Like, what, like, what was the catalyst that, like, made you be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try streaming? Uh, so when I was, like, really hardcore into PvP, um, like, towards the end of Wrath and, like, early Kata, I was streaming on X-Fire. Like, I don't know if you guys even I know X-Fire, yep. Yeah, it, it started out as, like, a basically AOL instant messenger for gamers, and then they had, like, mm -hmm. a streaming thing. And so I would like stream on Xfire. It was like, I don't know, 2010, 2011, around there, before Twitch, I believe. Um, or at least I didn't know about Twitch at the time. And so I started streaming on there, just like PvP and stuff. And I always kind of like that because I just love playing the game, love sharing it with other people. So um, yeah, I got started streaming on that. And then um in classic i was like a guild leader the whole time and i didn't want to like stream at the same time because like that was enough of a headache on a time. Lot. and yeah. so then when i stepped out as guild leader i started streaming and i mean did lots of uh you know one or two viewer streams and then i started <laughs> the youtube channel where i uh like when i switched over to prop alley when i was like trying to learn it i couldn't find any of the stuff i was looking for so then once I kind of learned what I was doing, then I started making the stuff that I had been looking for when I like made my prop alley. And so then once the YouTube started taking off, then a lot of those people came over to the stream. And so then the stream was doing a lot better. And then once you actually have some people watching you, like streaming becomes really, really fun. It's, right. it's when did actually you start streaming, though? Well, no, you um, just talked about X like back in the day on x, on yeah, x so, i know but like when did you start streaming and like when was the youtube um yeah so i started streaming it would have been at the very end of classic like the last part of nax um leading up to tbc and then i'm so that would have been i guess like february something like that um 2020 yeah 2019 uh, 2020 i'm yeah. losing track of the years now uh <laughs> and then uh the october following that is when i like commented the youtube channel and then things started to take off nice. so it was like i don't know six months or seven months of yeah you know, there's like two viewer streams and then <laughs> so, started getting a lot better after that so yeah and that's like actually a very in interesting thing about 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 streaming on twitch because you talked about having the like nobody watching your um your your streams right and then creating the youtube channel and getting people in um stream and that's something i think like twitch like if you just want to start streaming twitch is not the way to go i don't know if youtube is or not i haven't tried that i haven't done it but what i'm telling you is that unless you have another outlet to to like help people come to your twitch it's not going to happen like you're not <laughs> going to get suggested in any suggestions you're not going to be at the top of that game stuff like you only start to grow on twitch once you already have an audience and that's the crazy thing is that 
it's it has happened to me like i started out streaming to five people like while i was doing hard hardcore but then during that time we changed the actual warcraft re, re reloaded show to stream on my channel instead of mash those buttons and it started to grow slowly and then now that we you know talk about it like at the start of the show actually i forgot to mention we stream on twitch.tv slash blaze and bob <laughs> at the start of the show but now that we do that my stream started to grow a ton and then people rating you that you've had on the show like it helps grow like it's a whole weird thing but you're not going to get big unless you like light your farts on 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 fire and get banned you know like the first time you you stream like you're not going to get big unless you have something yeah. else to to like to promote your stream on twitch because twitch is not going to help you at all absolutely yeah you have to get your audience from somewhere else or be like one of the most interesting people who's ever lived and like any <laughs> any random person who comes across your stream is like an instant follower unless you're like one of the most interesting people ever like you got Dude, it those people else. i feel like I feel steel like wolf could have done it i feel like steel wolf no, could have done it i feel like that's exhausting though right it's like you become this person or you are this person and then it's like you always have to be that person i it is exhausting it's actually ex like like i'm exhausted knowing what you're doing there it's, it's the worst when you're in a bad mood and some and a, and, and someone in chat says something that isn't even that bad but you're in a bad fucking mood and you react poorly to it like and that shit's on the internet for life now, you know, like yeah, this is a constant had a Bob. bad day, yeah. took it out on chat. You know, they're gonna remember hey, that. Can Listen I that. can I just talk about that with I would love Bob to take his bad days out on chat <laughs> and then come and be cool with me, right? Like you really I sell mean, me as like a bad husband, Mel Mel. Like this is is not I mean, fair your your husband i love you wait where did you get I'm that kidding. hat it's my hat is that new no what, you think i wouldn't bought a new hat for the podcast dude it actually on the screen it looks like a fake hat like it is a fake hat yeah subtle it's am like i a wrong screen hat does it, it not does, look like a fake like hat really pop it pops like really hard <laughs> It's probably because it's red. It really and looks like a digital hat. It's not. <laughs> That's weird. All right, but yeah. So yeah, streaming is definitely weird. Do do you enjoy streaming? Yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. I look forward to it like all week, um, leading up to it for sure. It makes like I already love playing this game, but. Like streaming it and like actually having people in chat that you're talking to and stuff, it makes it like even better. Yeah, it, it it's it's actually like changed. Like I have so much fun for the most part, unless I'm having a bad day and I take it out on chat. But I have so much fun just talking to the, the people and like you are the opposite of me. You are there and people come to learn from you and you give them good tips. 
Whereas my chat comes to inform me how dumb I am and how I can fix it later on. And you know what? Like Glorious. both of them work, you know, like I get to learn a lot of new stuff, you know, but you get to teach people a lot of stuff. And so that's basically what your stream is. I've come into your stream many times and you answer questions really, really well while rating. That's I can answer Wait, questions while doing braided the other night and you were like. You were like, hey, I'm going to send you a message. Is that? No, no, here? no, no. Oh, that, that was somebody else. That was Nixium. We're, we're trying real hard to get Nixium on the show. Listen, I keep telling Bob, I'm like, you're so cryptic. Like, just say, like, what are you doing? No, it, but when you raid some. It's fine. Okay, no, but like, we could talk about that here. When you <laughs> raid somebody's chat, it is the most cringe thing to say, hey, will you come on my my podcast warcraft reloaded you're basically ad advertising your content in their chat you have to wait for them to ask you to like post a link or to like you just say hey that's why when i got on nixium i said hey i sent you a a message please follow me back so i can send you the rest <laughs> like you don't want to jump in other people's chats and start pumping your own content like that's not cool right yeah i mean i personally don't care too much but i know a lot of people would for sure um it's definitely good managed for sure what you're doing yeah it's like the stream etiquette yeah mm -hmm. so cryptic mm -hmm. is okay like that's it's fine i mean i Mel, felt like it, was weird. Lot of I felt like it was weird i've got a lot I know, of guests you get I, think, all our guests. I know what i'm doing I know. For the most part. I've never gotten a guess. It's fine. Uh, I mean, you did get Moon Moon for the Cavalry podcast. Yeah, my Overwatch podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got Moon Moon before he was even uh, like. No, no. It, it was, was like my first. It was when he was huge. No, it was. Oh, yeah. He was huge. I just didn't know who he was. <laughs> and then I just sent him an email. And I was like, hey, you want to come on our podcast? And yeah. then he was like, yeah, sure. That sounds good. And then our like. So, like, we were a smaller Overwatch podcast, right? And then we had Moon Moon on, and I was, like, looking at the numbers, and it was just, like, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a yeah, thousand. That podcast. Right? Like, it was just, like, jumping up, and I was, like, what the, what the hell is this uh, yeah, that, that feels good when, like, some of your content just, like, skyrockets out of the Right? That like, how do I do that again? <laughs> that, uh, that Cavalry podcast got, like, week to week, anywhere from 1,500 to, like, Four thousand downloads. I think by the end of that day, because Moon 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 put the the lips and link on her. Oh yeah, uh, on it, it was his title of his stream. Yeah, and oh wow, nice. They oh, went up to forty yeah. k downloads within oh, that shit. day. Oh, like that pod That's probably incredible. over like before it got completely taken off of Lipson probably ended at like 140,000 downloads it was and nutty. podcasts That's are amazing. not like YouTube like 140,000 for YouTube like in pod okay in pod in in podcasts like lingo 140,000 like say it was a YouTube vid 140,000 yeah yeah basically like 3 like a a three million uh YouTube video is basically like the one to one of it. 
it's nuts. Jeez, yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Hey, so okay, we got we got off we got off top we got off topic there. Um Okay, so just real quick before we talk about your 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 YouTube here to end it out, do you stream any other games? Uh not really at the moment. Before when I like didn't really have any viewers, I was doing a little bit of like uh Dota Underlords, uh some Warcraft three, that kind of stuff. But um at this point I, I would definitely like to branch out into other games. I just don't know if like have the viewership for that yet, but I would love to eventually. And uh, like Ashes of Creation is one that I'm definitely interested in trying out down the line. I think uh, I think everybody is. Um, definitely the. Uh, Wait, I don't even know what that is. It's a it's an upcoming MMO, and everybody wow. is looking at the uh, the uh, League of Legends MMO. Like everybody's watching that, but. Don't I say don't be scared. I did a Sea of Thieves stream the uh, like the other day and like now on top of it though, I do have to give a caveat. I did it with two other WoW classic streamers, Dur uh Duranosaur and and Winky. Love Duranosaur. So <laughs> so like I did and it was the first time Dur Dur Duranosaur had played Sea of Thieves. But I was averaging like 30 people, like wasn't bad. So, I mean, maybe branch out here and there, just like, you know, not now during, you know, pre-patch and shit. I was going to say. But, yeah, but, there's but too like, much content right now. Yeah, yeah but, but like, bigger you, I you feel can. like the bigger you get too, the like. The more people watch know. you for you than watch you uh, for. I don't know. I mean, I feel, <laughs> I feel like when you're smaller, people are watching you for you. <laughs> When you're bigger, people are watching you for the content you bring. Maybe. And it's like riskier, right? But I've heard that from so many streamers, even Moon Moon. Like we just talked about Moon Moon in his interview that we did in like way early Overwatch. He was like, I'd love to be a variety streamer, right? And that's like everybody's dream. They're like, I don't want to be locked to this game. But the reality is, is that this game is what's getting you your viewers and mm -hmm. nobody in other scenes knows about you. So how do you cross over that? Yeah, I yeah, guess it's definitely a huge challenge. I guess maybe my experience is different because nobody's coming to my stream to learn stuff like they're coming. Yep. People make, come for you to make fun of me or to, uh, you know teach me something because they're like god damn it bob you said this wrong on the podcast i am going to educate you you know like i mean they come for me right like i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah i mean maybe but i mean do you like do you have the expertise on any other game that you do on on um, wow um kind of I've, I've kind of always been able to get pretty good at like any game i've played like got legend and hearthstone um almost got legend and dota underlords or like their equivalent of legend but i can't stop playing do you before. still play hearthstone i haven't in a while last time i played was leading up to tbc when there was kind of that dead time like before uh, tbc classic launch 
Yeah, I feel like that's the last time I played too. I feel like Hearthstone died out for me. Like once they came out with all this other stuff and it was like, man, I don't have time to like keep up with the meta. I just kind of died out. Yeah, a couple of years ago, the troll patch killed killed it for for me. I I I was a a dad like, legend every uh every pretty much every season. Like it was like five level, years ago. Yeah, like rank rank five or higher. Never rank one, but I, like they call it a dad legend rank uh, rank five. But then yeah, it just it was a really great game. Every three months, I would spend sixty bucks, and I would get all of the cards that I needed, and I would disenchant every only card 60. that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I only played ranked, so I would disenchant every card that wasn't allowed in ranked, and I was able to make every card mm-hmm. with sixty bucks every three months. Mm-hmm. And then the troll patch came out and I wasn't able to do that. And like, it kind of pissed me off and I was like, all right, dude, I gave you 60 bucks every three months. I'm done now. Yeah. It just got too expensive for me. Like I love that game, but like just to be able to play it, it costs so much money, which is a huge bummer because I think it's a great game. Yeah, it definitely can be. Sorry. Sorry. Mike. I'm, but. I'm trying to make sure Mel and I stay logged in on all of her characters. Oh, so. no worries. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on Gropulous. I totally get it. All right, so, I'm just okay. running around aimlessly right now, staying logged in. <laughs> all right, so I I want to talk about your your YouTube con- uh, content, and I want to like definitely look at how amazing your current content is, but I want to start at the beginning. Like you, okay. you um, said you you started your 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 YouTube, and that's when Twitch blew up. But what type of what type of videos did you start, and what separated them from other type of content currently out? Um, so very first video I put out, it was like a Scolo farm, like how to farm. I think it was like at that point maybe twenty dark runes per hour kind of thing, um, on Prop Alley. I just made that video because like a bunch of my guildies were asking me like, how do you do this farm? So I was like, oh, just make a video instead of like trying to type out like a three page essay to every single person on like how to do it. Um, yeah, you could just so, link up the, the video after that. Yeah, so I just made a video on like how to farm dark greens and Skello. And that thing just blew up like it was my first video and I think it ended up getting like 50 K total views, but like in the, uh, like very quickly in like the first couple of weeks I posted it, it got up to like 30 or 35 K. I was like, Oh damn. Okay. YouTube's way easier than I thought it was. And, uh, so, so then my goal after that was, you know, keep making more content. Cause I was like, okay, there's a way bigger like market for this. than I thought there was. And so then I started making all the like videos that I was wanting to see when I was like trying to make my prop pally. And so I just kind of kept uh, pumping out videos, showing like videos of, you know, boss kills, things like that from my point of view. And um, like, even while I was like making my own videos, like, you know, a new patch would come up and I would like on YouTube try to search like, uh, 
Gertog, Blood Boil, like Prop Alley, POV, and like nothing would come up. So I kind of like reached this point where I was like, a lot of these videos are only going to exist if I make them. So then like I realized there was a like crazy unfilled niche there. So I just started making like <laughs> trying to fill that niche as much as I could. And uh, a lot of uh, like getting really good at a class requires you to be in like the class discord like mm -hmm. every day yep. reading through like i mean a lot of the class discords have like 50k plus people in there so there's like a ridiculous amount of information it's hard to follow like any conversations you really gotta like parse through everything and so things that i was like kind of taking for granted because i had like done like like spent the time like reading through all that stuff I realized like most people don't have time to do that. So I can kind of condense that a little more and, you know, give it to people in a much more digestible way. Nice. I mean, that's kind of similar to why I started this pod. Like I felt like there wasn't a, like countdown to classic had stopped like completely uh, throughout like most of vanilla like i didn't actually even hear about count countdown to classic until i started the pod and i fell in love with it of course but like yeah there, i love that show there just there 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 was a good morning azeroth every once in a while like you know but like there just wasn't that weekly like discussion on what's going on in wow classic and i was like fuck it i'm gonna i'm just gonna make it you know and like that's like i think that's how to be the most su successful in con in content creation you just gotta do something that you really want to hear and you think a lot of people also want to hear it and i mean that's really cool it's really cool yeah it's all about just like finding the niche um that isn't filled yet pretty much and like i had been trying to do like streaming on my rogue like pvp streaming stuff like that but i mean in tbc that was like so oversaturated like got zero momentum from that and um and then i like happened to like i stopped pvping on my rogue because like my arena partners quit and so then i went prop alley because i was only playing the rogue for pve so i could get better gear for pvp so mm. when that didn't matter anymore, I went prop alley and turned out there was a niche to fill there. And so I started, uh, started doing that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And like, as of late, you've been making the most amazing videos. I need some on warrior, please. But you've been making the prop pally solo boss killing vids. Like, all all the bosses that are pertinent, although you did Onyxia, that's not really pertinent. Like it's not really something just just for fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely told everybody, hey, probably don't do this. It took forty five minutes to get the kill. But I think there is a faster way to do it. Um if you use like a Gordok Ogre suit, make your hitbox bigger. I think you can actually uh hit her with like your melee attacks and make it go way quicker. But yeah, I yeah, because it was phase two that was the issue for phase you. Phase two is so long. Yeah. One and three are no problem. They're really fast, but yeah, phase two was rough. Yeah, you talked about you were like, Well, I remember on my rogue I could jump and hit, and I definitely know that that is true. But it could just be like, have you figured out? You talked about maybe it's the female human hit uh, hitbox 
it was your problem blood, blood oath female yeah um they have a really tiny hitbox so i think it might have been that but also throughout all of tbc classic you could actually just white attack ani like regardless of what your hitbox was so she was like really bugged i was actually when i went in there kind of surprised to find that she had been fixed because I figured that wasn't really high on their priority list for Wrath Classic to fix Ani, like an old raid to begin with, but is also going to go away when like the new one comes out. But I guess maybe like they had gone back and fixed some of those bugs for when the new one comes out. So that you, comes out in a like TOGC patch for anybody who doesn't know. It was probably them fixing it in the new one and it like just mm -hmm. being active in the old one. Yeah, I think so. Do you think maybe a savory delight or even a uh, winterfire firewater might have fixed the problem? Yeah, either of those might have worked too. Um, I haven't been back in there since then, but if you do want to solo Ani as like a melee character, I would definitely bring in like Gordok Ogres to Winterfall Firewater, Elixir of uh, Giant Growth, anything like that that is going to increase your hitbox. We actually early what on. What is the benefit of? It just I'm makes so your long. it just makes I'm you bigger to... and makes your hitbox larger. Like uh, yeah, it just... allows you to hit things from further away than you normally would be able to. I just mean like, why would you want to solo Ani right now? Oh, um, oh, it's just like a fun challenge. Like I mean, oh, okay. like the most iconic raids in the game. Um, just kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it like the hitbox change is a weird thing because. When BWL first came out in uh, Classic, we were having all kinds of problems with the Fire Maw strat. And it turned out that our human, uh, human female tanks hitbox wasn't big enough for the healers to actually be able to hit them. So we actually had to use Winterfall Firewater for us to get our first kill. Um, so that they were actually large enough to where you could actually line of you could actually have proper line of sight in where you had to stand. So it's a little interesting yeah. on all how all the hitbox stuff works. We had to go kind of the opposite route. We had a Torin Warrior tank, and he was having to use Deviates to decrease his hitbox. I can't remember exactly why. Oh but wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so problems. yeah, you've you've got uh, like. Give us give us a list of all the uh, solo uh, solo uh, vids you have out now. Sure, uh, Tiger Boss solo, Raptor Boss solo, um, Adamant solo, and Karazan, uh, Moreau solo and Karazan, Maiden of Virtue solo and Karazan, um, Ani solo. I think that might be it right now. There's a lot that's soloable right now. Oh, the Gar all with solo. your pally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Gar solo. Um, I actually was able to do that one really early in TBC. So, um, yeah, that that was kind of cool. Uh, that was literally, I think it was over an hour to solo it, though. That was a rough one for sure. But it's much, much quicker now. And uh, you can actually solo Geddon now as well. So you can actually solo the full Thunder Fury, which is awesome. And um, I haven't actually done the Geddon one yet, but... Uh, one of the people in my Discord, uh, they soloed it. They had like a great write-up in my Discord about how to solo it. Like, there's certain parts in the cave where um, it like leading to Geddon, where you, there's like a low roof. So when you get knocked in the air with the living bomb, you actually don't take fall damage. So 
just like that's what I love about soloing bosses is like coming up with all these like crazy unique strats to do it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, uh, anything else you would like to like add in to anything like Twitch, YouTube, whatever? Um, so subtle FW on Twitch, subtle FW on YouTube. Um, I've been making like pretty much exclusively prop added content. I am learning Prot Warrior now though. So once I get to a point where I feel like I know enough to start like teaching other people how to play Prot Warrior, then I'll probably start doing some Prot Warrior content. Um, I am going to be getting back into Rogue. I mean, Simon Eyes kind of already has that on lock, but maybe I'll be doing like some PvP videos and stuff like that because um, I love Shadow Dance Rogue. It is like the best time. Um, so yeah, Rogue, I'll probably just focus on PvP stuff. But yeah, definitely look out for like some Prop Warrior stuff coming, way more Prop Alley stuff coming. And yeah, super excited for Wrath. Nice, nice. All right. Last question before we end the show. How do you stay so buff sitting at the computer all day? <laughs> uh, I try to go. So I do like a three days on, one to two days off kind of routine. And uh, yeah, so I, I try to just go to the, stick to that, go to the gym every, every morning that I'm not having a rest day and just make sure I eat a lot before I stream and hydrate gives a lot. me the energy to like carry through like a 10 hour stream. People are always like, how do you like never eat like during stream and stuff? And yeah, I just try to get like a ridiculous amount. Like I'm not purposely like doing intermittent fasting, but it kind of ends up being that that's, like just based on like the stream times and stuff. That's actually what I do. Intermittent fast. Like I don't eat during this, the, um, the stream at all too. And it's intermittent fasting. That's allowing that I'm, starving by the time stream's done but uh yeah same i'm not as buff as you though yeah. but i'm not yeah. as i'm not as young as you though either <laughs> how old are you if you don't mind saying it's not a big deal you look like you're about like i don't know 32 you look, you oh look god yep yep just 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 add 10 years to that you've and you've, and you've got me I am much younger uh, than Bob, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I've, I don't look it. Bob looks younger than me, but I am like seven years younger than Bob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're uh, we're all wow boomers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I, I I graduated high school in two thousand four. Yeah, I was playing. I I graduated college when I was playing uh, the original vanilla. So. Oh, okay yeah i was, I was uh, in college I, yeah at the very end of vanilla i was like a freshman in high school or something like that yeah, yeah wait it's been a long time in college during vanilla i said i had graduated college okay when i was playing vanilla i had already <laughs> lived a year in l in la and yeah i did a lot of stuff like before yeah. vanilla even came out i I started at, like when I was a teen. I started MMOs in Ultima on online, and so I'm, I'm definitely an old guy. And you can project how old Bob is from that. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Now that Bye. we've, uh, I mean, I guess I've mentioned it on the show. I mean, here I outed myself. Okay, <laughs> I'm old. All right, well, guys, we are going to end out the show. I want to remind you: don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. We want your wow stories. We love them. Send them to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to join our our Discord, you can join it and interact with us or any host on any Mash Those Buttons podcast. That's mash.gg slash discord. How can you help us out? Well, we've been dry on iTunes reviews for a bit now you you can also go to to bonusroll.gg and leave us a a review that it used to be uh warcraftradio.com but now it's bonusroll.gg uh they're branching out so you know change it up a little bit you can uh you can tell you the best way is you could tell your guild in your guild discord about the show and you can just help <laughs> spread the word there that's you know 25 to 50 people that could become potential fans and you could talk about the dumb stuff or the cool stuff that we say every week with your guild it could be a fun time tell them about us and yeah yeah just spread the the word that's the best way to help lastly you can support us on patreon at warcraft reloaded just search patreon and warcraft reloaded you should find us pretty easy and yeah that's the that's the best way to help us out um now subtle i know you just kind of said it before but please uh highlight anywhere people can find you yeah just twitch and youtube subtle fw on both um, if you'd like to check me out, stream in Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday nights, Pacific time. I uh, usually start around like 6.30, 7-ish. And yeah, it would be great to have more people in the stream. That's what makes it fun. And for anybody okay. who is a smooth braid like me, the way you spell subtle is <laughs> S-U-B-T-L-E. Just to let you guys know, it doesn't sound like it's spelled. So definitely check them out. That is uh, one of the interesting things about coming back to classic now that everybody's older. <laughs> everybody actually pronounces it correctly now. Back uh, in vanilla, everybody Sub-tool. called it subtle. Yeah. Subtle. So <laughs> it's kind of funny, like seeing how everybody's grown up, but actually, like, knows how to pronounce <laughs> words now. They're like, oh, oh that's, that's subtle. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mel with the fake hat, how can we find you? Yeah. I don't have a fake hat, I have a real chief's hat by the way Jeez. and yeah yeah we play tomorrow it'll be great we're gonna win and you cannot find me on twitter so please don't go there because i have proven that i cannot answer messages but you can find me in the game or you can find me on patreon i'm very active on that <laughs> all right and you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me streaming regularly on twitch.tv slash BlazinBob. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Thanks for having me on. That was great. No problem. Yeah, thank you.
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 